the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is Pastor Joe Sutton uh, coming at you. Yeah, thank God that our show is recorded. You know, because uh, by the time y'all listen to this, I'll be sitting on the 50-yard line in Tallahassee, Florida, <laughs> watching a FAMU marching 100. Uh, <laughs> put on a halftime show for my $45 I might have to drop. <laughs> you know, telling how much money I didn't spend by now, you know, uh, you know, between kids and great grandkids, ain't, they don't cost me nothing. I come out with a bag of candy. They cool. You know I got you. I, mean? I got you. Yeah, it's the kids that get me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You they're know? a little more expensive. They're a little more expensive, man. I, you know, I, I, I'll make it a habit. I do not give my grandchildren any gifts or money. I put the money in their mom and daddy hand. You know what I mean? So I, yes, I get them two, three hundred dollars and say, you take care of your kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I used to hate when people come by the house and give my kids 10 and 20 dollars. And I got to watch them take it. Watch them eat junk food all week long. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I be wanting to clip them when they go to sleep. Just go in their pocket and take it and then get mad at them for losing it. But I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not yeah. going to let them go ahead and ride it out. Yes, but sir. I'm back again this week with uh, with with uh. Pastor Thompson of Deliverance and Restoration Ministries bless you. Out, of, out of Brooklyn Park. Uh, you know, him and Lady Thompson are, are here ministering in the Twin Cities. Uh, they came here to plant, plant a church and start a work. And, um, you know, I know some people would say, you know, uh, another church. Yes, right? sir. But, uh, you know, according to John Mayer, you know, we're, we need about maybe 220 more churches in the Twin Cities <laughs> to reach the unreached that are here. Wow. With the average church size being 57 and the, uh, yes, you, and the number of unreached people out here. And there's some areas where, you know, you just not people just can't get reached. And, you know, in certain groups that that are there. And and what I like about your ministry is what God has called you to is that you don't run away from the hard cases. You yes, know what I mean? You don't you don't run away from the hard. Matter of fact, you embrace it, I love and, it. And, and you and you bring them in. And so I just want you to share just a little bit about. Uh, we're going to the open topic today is just going to be, you know, ministry, you know, in, in, uh, in the, in the, in the, the low income part of the city. <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. We're not over in the high income part, you know, I mean, we're in the low income part and just some of the things we face and some of the things that we do. And then as comparison to let you know that you face the same thing in the high income that you face in low income, just high income knows how to hide it and low income don't hide. Come on. Come on. You preach. Amen. God bless you. I just want to say thank you to Bishop again for having me on. Um, well, I guess first I'd like to say just um, it starts with being humble. It starts with 
um, knowing that it ain't about us when you're ministering, um, knowing that you were once there. And some people, you don't even have to think back that long. <laughs> <laughs> but once some folks get a new pair of shoes, shoes. and a night's tie, and you know, they don't, don't no, know. Don't put no <laughs> Don't put no initials behind their name. Oh, you'll put some initials behind their name. They that they got off the internet. Right. They don't, even, <laughs> they don't even know what a neck bone is. Come on. So 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 it's all about just knowing that listen, I, I have been somewhere. Amen. I have a story. I have a testimony. Amen. And if God forgave me, Amen, who am I to look my nose down at you? And and the thing about it with people, um, in our our um if you said um lower, um tier of um incomes um communities is is that they know the real from the fake that's right and if you come in there and you you got another agenda they're gonna see it and you're not gonna be too effective but if you come in there with your heart and you 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 have great motives and really want to see them move from where they are i believe that they will become more acceptable amen to hearing the gospel message um, of the Lord. Um, and so, um, yes, with deliverance comes, um, total transparency. Um, not, not acting like you always have been there, <laughs> but, but, but that I was, was a game banger. I once, um, used to go to the club. I used to drink so much. I, I used to smoke, you know, whatever you used to do. Um, let a person know, listen, listen, God did it for me. True. I don't look like what I, what I came from, but that's the product of being with God. Amen. Once you get with God, God would God would make you over so that you you can't even tell that that person was ever that. And that's that's the message that we ought to preach. Listen, God can do it. For, he did it for me. He could do it for you. That's right. That's <laughs> right. You know, and one of the things that that I try to tell people is not not so much as urban is diverse. So you can you within. I mean, I know where. Uh, your building's located over yes, there within a half mile any direction, it changes. Easy. In the apartment complexes are people who are, of course, they're low income. That's why they're in the apartment complex. But then in the homes, those homes are $200,000, $300,000 yes, homes. So, so people are making some nice money to be able to afford in those homes within a half a mile any direction from where your church is. And if you go a mile, they put you in the Minneapolis, back on the other side, yeah. and they put you on, on, you know, Maple Grove. You know what I mean? So you, so, so it, you, you, we're not just saying that, that okay, this is where it's at. But, but in the in the context of where when you get out on the street and you're handing out flyers, yes, sir. Then you're handing out the people walking, and you hand out the people catching the bus and on the bus because the people in the car, you ain't can't hit them with a flyer because no. they moving. You know, they gonna mean? hit the gas. And, and so, and so, in in the context of that, the thing that that gets to me is, and and and, and just comment on this. I had somebody tell me one time when they came to visit my church, they're friends of mine. Mm-hmm. When they came to visit my church, they said, I love your worship. I love your words you preach. But I don't want my kids raised here mm. because of the type of people you have in this church. And so they went on to another church yeah. where I guess they felt their kids wouldn't be corrupted or, or, or see, you know, go some things. And, uh, and and that hurt me and my wife. You know what I mean? Because because we feel that the kingdom, urban is diverse. So why can't our church be diverse? 
I mean, I mean, we're educated people. I mean, we know we're accountants and everything like that. You know, we weren't afraid to bring our kids, seven kids, into this place. You know, why are you afraid to bring your kids in this place? You know, what I mean, and 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 so it's not that you don't want to be diverse, but sometimes, you know, the church becomes divisive and is not kingdom reflective because people don't want to be around people, and it's not just a race thing. See, race is. Race is not culture. Come on. See, people think race is culture. They think black is black, right? That's some black folks I can't stand. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's 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 just, it, I mean, it, it, race is not culture. You know what I mean? And so if I come from a, a blue-collar culture, athletic culture, whatever culture I may come from, then I like people in that particular culture, you know, that mm-hmm. be around. But it's not a race thing. Race is not culture. No, the races are made up of different cultures. You know what I mean? There's some black folks that like rock and roll. I, I, I yeah, it may, it may not be me, but there's some to do. You know, some like country music. It, it, you can't pigeonhole everybody, but in the body of Christ, we tend to pigeonhole and we tend to want to go around places that we feel comfortable. Come on, not where we feel kingdom. You know what I mean? And you, and, and so you know, I I noticed that a lot of churches started out ministering to the poor with deliverance and miracles happening, everything. And then they evolve into these elite places of money and a prosperity yes, gospel. Yes, so yes, I mean, and 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 and, and it, it hurts me to 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 see that why we can't be kingdom. You know, why can't I have whites, Indians? I ain't talking about just a racial mix. I'm talking about a cultural different mix. Why can't I have a different cultures represented in my church? You know, because you can be mono ethnic but multicultural. Yes, I can sir. be all black but be multicultural. You know what I mean? But I, or I can be multicultural, but yet monoethnic because, you know, it's just, it doesn't go along with because race is not culture. So people think because they have different races in their church that they're, they're, they're different cultures, but they're the same culture. They're usually the college educated, white influenced, and they all together, even though they represent different ethnic mixes. Like my church, you'll find different ethnicities in my church, but we're monoculture. Yes. We all come from the street. Yes, sir. You know, I mean, everybody know what eight ball is. Everybody know, everybody can name you all the major gangs in the neighborhood, but yet they're white, Asian, Puerto Rican, you know, Sioux. But you know, but but they come out of a different. So people look at my church. Oh, your church is I say it's multiracial, but it's monoethnic. I mean, monoculture. We come out the same yes. culture. We go out the street. Yes. And, and street people feel comfortable there. But mm-hmm. that's not what I want. I want everyone in the kingdom to feel comfortable. So in in, in your challenges ministering in Milwaukee even planting a church here now, you know, what are some of the things you feel are helpful to us to be multicultural, you know, reaching different, different people, not just, you know, just one vein or anything like that. What, 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 what is just some, and I know we dreaming, but <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's like, I got I mean, Lee, Lee laughing in the studio. You know, we dreaming. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, cause I got people as soon as they get a good job, get off drugs, I ain't gonna mention church's name, but they leave me and go to another church. Yes, and tell sir. me, tell me they've outgrown my ministry and they going out. They going oh, off. Yeah. They going off to the big, the big, the big cushy chair place. Yeah. So. Well, it's a, it's a shame, but you know that's the society we in. It's all about perception and what people think about you. Um, and and I believe that that's so far from the truth. Um, that that that's why a lot of folks is really missing it. You know, and it's scripture that say gain the whole world, but lose your soul. You know, you can you can gain a lot of things and gain a lot of likes, 
and and being the in crowd, but are you really pleasing God? So to answer your question back on um, what can we do to really get people to understand this is that um, to continue to um, set an atmosphere that they would understand that, that, that we're not biased to any group of people, right. that, that, that we're open, you know, and we serve a God that loves everybody, you know, and welcomes everybody. Um, and you, we all can come together Amen. And 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 just um, worship, worship him. And um, it's 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 a tough issue. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. It's a tough issue. I was reading Ecclesiastes, yeah. Ecclesiastes today where it said uh, a poor wise man saved a city, but yes. no, but no one, no one honored him. And no one honored. He said because the poor are never honored. Never, Even though he saved the city, you know what I mean. You know the poor never honored, and I, I read that. I was like, I was like, man, that's a shame, but that's so true. It's true. It, it's it's true. It, it you know you can, yeah, yeah. You you can you can you can have a word, and you could have a something there, but people will look for certain types of people to deliver the word. They they, they do, or to look for leadership. You know what I mean. They do. And, and because and, and they usually look at. How many initials behind your name, or how many people you have at your church? That will, like, if you got a thousand people at your church, you don't need to be a leader in no movement because you got enough keeping up with a thousand people. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So exactly. It would be better to let somebody else be the spokesman because exactly. you got a lot to do already. But we tend to pile more on their plate, and we tend to, we tend to do that. Uh, let's. I want to talk about. I want to close out this first segment talking about people with felonies. You know, yes, and uh, and 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 you know how they get uh, pigeonholed, you know, into certain things. And housing is near to impossible, you know. And I know last last week you talked about how one of the visions of your church is to to, to provide housing, you know, yes. to you know, help provide housing for people and making sure they have a, a, a good meal. And, and your experience in, in, in working with people that, that, you know, have been incarcerated, yeah, I mean, just uh, what story sticks out the most of somebody you had to really work with and just watch change happen? Um, I believe, yeah, when I grew up in um, from Chicago by way of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, <laughs> and um, to yeah, to 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 get with those guys and um, to really um, mentor them and um, encourage them. Um, it's, 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 it take the Lord, amen, to be with you and to keep them encouraged. Um, but to um, really, like I say, it boils down to, like I said before, um, that person want to know that you really are genuine. You know, they, they come out and they, they got a lot of walls up. Um, but if they know that they can trust you and they're able to come finding you and you're able to help them, amen, to see what they need to do, you know, and... I mean, I feel like that's 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 what really stuck out with me with a lot of people I dealt with. Um, change actually came. They they actually took the time to really hear what I had to say. Amen. Because they came to a point that okay, he he genuine, and so um, the challenges that they have, I believe that it's just me. I believe God can can rise anybody above any challenge. Um, just just getting up to really trusting you and trusting the process. And God will open up the door for him. But like you said, something was so true 
once God opened that door, that don't mean that you turn your back on it. <laughs> and get to running. Yeah, you, you don't forget what, what what helped you get where you are. So, um, God bless you. Oh, well, you know, we're going to wrap down this first segment. We got one more segment to go. And uh, we're going to continue to talk about uh, just, you know, ministering in this context and, and some of the things that we encounter. So you can pray for us and, and keep us in prayer. So you stay tuned and come back uh, for more of Isaiah 61. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Mission Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 980 The Mission Bible Teachers and Ministries with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Sideways. Hey, you whack back at Isaiah 61. Give you a little bit of bounce to your music today. You listen to the radio ministry of Spirit of the Lord Church. Uh, and I in the studio I have Dr. Thompson again of, of Deliverance and Restoration God Ministry. Bless you, Bishop. Yep. And once again, I'm gonna f- post up the services are Sundays at four o'clock, Bible study Tuesdays at seven. Uh, the address is three zero four five Brookdale Drive in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Go to Facebook to Deliverance and Restoration Ministries or give him a call at seven six three. Seven four four six four six four. Now he free on Sunday mornings now. Yes, sir. Yes, he free sir. on Sunday morning. Yes, I mean. sir. <laughs> By the way, I can't wait to get over to Bishop Church. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I, yeah, we, we're doing. Uh, we, we're covering the church's vision uh, this month. But in uh, November, in the first Sunday in November, I want you to come in uh, and and have dine with. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes, I am open on um, Sundays. Amen. And. Uh, any other day of the week, amen, just give me a call or you can reach me on Facebook and you can inbox me um, and let me know that you want to connect, amen, that we can do this work for the Lord. Amen. One thing I like about in in, uh, in the body of Christ and meeting pastors is is uh, just being able to 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 encourage people. You know what I mean? And uh, especially when I see um, people planting the church, or starting a church, I love to come out and just be an encouragement to that yes. that, that that pastor. So, you know, and uh, and and I and I want to be that for you. You know, I don't get to do it as much as I used to because the dialysis takes up three days a week of my time. I got you. I got you. And then last Wednesday, man, I blacked out. You know, I, I I really pushed my dry weight, and so I blacked out. They said I just flopped. You know, what I mean, I went out. They had to revive me. Uh, you know, but they scorned me for being hard-headed but uh that's just how i roll but mm-hmm. and uh and so you know just 
and it just made for a, a sore day yesterday. You know what I mean? Because you know my body was dehydrated and and everything, and so I, I can't get around as much around the Twin Cities as I used I understand. to. But uh, you know, but that that that'll come to an end pretty soon. I'm believing God for that healing. So I got a lot of people praying for me. I'm and, with uh, you. Oh yeah, and uh, and I'm seeing just I'm seeing change. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm change. My wife want me to go back now because my blood pressure been low the last three weeks. Okay. <laughs> and for an overweight black man, that's rare. So it's like I've been mean, like eighty five and ninety, you know, wow. over forty. Yeah, man, I've been. Yeah, I'd be amazed to see what I am today. But yeah, I want to just wrap up. And you said two words that I want people to really focus yes, on and apply to their life. You said encourage, yes, and authenticity. Authenticity, you know, and and and, and encouragement is is what we need as yes. we as we walk this walk. And to be authentic, meaning that all I can be is me. You know what I mean? That you know, my my family has this saying: they when they when I preach, they sit in the pew like this. <laughs> with fingers crossed. Yes, sir. Arms crossed, right? Because yes, the thing sir. is, we don't know what daddy going to say. All right. You know what I mean? You know, but I talk the same way in the pulpit that I talk at home, that I talk with you, that I talk on the radio station. And, and you know, and so, but they still cross up like, you know, daddy ain't politically correct. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, <laughs> so, but you got to be authentic. You got to be the same. You know, you Jesus, be you. God said, I'm the same yesterday, today, okay, and forever. forever. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know I mean, from glory to glory, he's changing me, but it, but it's there. And so with, just with encouragement and authenticity, I just like for you to just elaborate and, and just to get people to understand how they can apply that to their life now, you know, whether they lay, whether they ministry, people, how they can apply those two things to their life. It, it, it's just big on we got this thing that I always say at the church. Why be bootleg when you can be real? <laughs> See, that's an urban thing. See, that, yes, sir. Why, see, we, see, why they, you got to be bootleg? Well, for, for the suburban folks, we don't pay for movies, right? Come on. Somebody films the movie and then sells it on the DVD yeah. for 2 and $3. And so Look. while y'all paying 10 and $15 to go to the movie theater, we sitting at home watching the bootleg. 2 or 3 <laughs> Hoping nobody don't stand up. Yeah. <laughs> But God bless you. Yes, to be to be real, uh, to be authentic, it, it just comes with you know really receiving God. That's where it comes from when He when He takes residency inside you. Amen. You can't be none but yourself. And you find a lot of people that the Bible says have a form of godliness, but denying the power. That's people that's right trying to be something that they not. And, and I've always learned that. Listen, it takes a lot of work to be something that you're not. You have to always remember what to do. You have to, <laughs> you have to remember the lie that you're told that you have to keep on telling it. But, but if you could be real, and then that's where deliverance comes from. That's where the restoration comes from. Being real with myself. I'm not telling God someday he don't already know. He know what you was doing at the hotel. He know what you was doing that day. You know, back then, he know how bad and big and bad you was. But telling God that, listen, I'm sorry. For what I was doing, confronting it, being real, saying, listen, this is the way my situation was. This is the way my environment was. I felt that I had to be a product of it. But now my eyes are open and I see that I don't have to be what I see. But I could be above that. 
I could be what I heard you said I could be in his word. And so that's that's really what it's about. And like I said, when we can be like that, amen, I believe that that, that people will want what we got. They don't want something that's a knockoff. <laughs> I go to the store. I can't buy my wife no painted jewelry. Come on, somebody. <laughs> she want to see my probably see the receipt. How much did you pay for it? <laughs> And so everybody wants the real deal. When you get in relationships, you want the real deal. You want somebody to tell you the truth of who they are. You don't want to. You don't want to go down the aisle, and then they tell you that. Listen, I I had this in my past. I had that. Come on, you don't want people that would not be real with you. Right. And so that's why I believe people are actually really are going to start coming to the end time church because we have a message amen that listen um um i'm not a i'm not so far from you uh, and and the god that i serve when he was here he didn't hang with all the big shots jesus went down with the people down there <laughs> Who were authentic? Yeah, who was authentic? And they, yeah, they, they, they just let you know what it was and where it was. Yeah. Peter said, "You know, I mean, I don't trust you, but I'm gonna do what you say anyway." Hey, once again, it's a pleasure, Pastor, to have you here. God and it's gonna be around. Hey, come to Spirit of the Lord Church first Sunday in November to come here, Pastor Thompson, speak, or make it to his church on Sundays at four o'clock. God bless you guys, and have a great week in the Lord. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.